Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk about Edge and AJ Styles from last night on Raw. It is official. We're getting it at WrestleMania. And wow, what we saw from Edge was just unreal. We dissect it and talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. And we have a very special guest host, Samoa Joe, joins the back half of the podcast and shares an amazing Tommy Dreamer road story right now on the Busted Open Podcast. You know what you're going to get from Edge with the t-shirt that he's wearing. He wore some, like, dark metal, Viking metal t-shirt last night. And you know what? He went Viking on AJ Styles last night. And that is going to be one of your marquee matchups, Tommy, at this year's WrestleMania. And I look forward to it. Man, last night's segment was uh, very, very good. You can listen to the crowd reactions, which in this segment were authentic. And you'll hear if you if you go back, you'll hear a lot of I don't want to say edge drop and hints, but edge has talked about his dark side. Edge has talked about, you know, he's done a lot of things with all the opponents that he's faced. And there have always been two sides to edge. There's, you know, the beloved wrestler. And there's also the hated wrestler and going into WrestleMania. I mean, if there was ever a person who's always answered the call for WrestleMania, it has been edge. AJ Styles has become, you know, very, very knocking on a Mr. WrestleMania type of guy because of his, all his in ring. I loved the turn. And I love the fact that you saw the torment in his eyes. I love how his hair made him look like he was Poseidon uh, of Neptune. His just, he was unraveling. And then that one moment where should he do it? Should he go back to being the old edge? And then he does it. And you see the torment and the craze in his eyes. This was one of the better things that made it look like how and what a big deal WrestleMania should be. Because a lot of fans, you don't understand when it becomes from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, 
you want to be in that mix. Mm-hmm. And if you're not on that show, it's just like, damn, you want a WrestleMania match. It's, you know, the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. If you're a football team, everybody wants to be in the Super Bowl. And if you're going in the playoffs, man, I want to work so I could get a Super Bowl. And being edge and doing what he does. And I know a lot of people weren't happy about it, but honestly, who could he have faced as a baby face that he's going to have, like he said, to be competitive, to be, uh, I want to steal the show at WrestleMania. Who's it going to be? What a great person that he has. It's, it's, you know, Tommy, this is kind of what we asked the question last week when it came to edge, who could that be? Who could be this mystery opponent that he's calling out? And, you know, Bully and I talked about it as well. You know, could it be, you know, a younger talent like an Austin Theory? Somebody that you can take and bring to that next level. But most people on social media, most people that called into the show, Tommy, it was AJ. He dropped a hint of Phenomenal in that promo last week. And... You know, there's a part of me that wish it was a younger talent to maybe put over to that next plateau. But when it comes to WrestleMania, you want all guns blazing, right? I can't think of a better matchup than Edge and AJ Styles. And like you just said with Edge, I always preferred that heel Edge. I always preferred booing and hating Edge than cheering Edge. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing at this year's WrestleMania. Austin Theory is not there yet. If Vince McMahon was heavily involved, you could see where they might be going with that. Um, he already just did the thing with Miz. I w- it would have been great to have uh, a WrestleMania moment with Edge and Beth. What they did with Miz and Maurice would have worked out great. They decided to do it at Royal Rumble, which is a really, really good show. But then you also think about... Here's a guy who's won the Royal Rumble twice. He didn't need to be in the actual Royal Rumble match. If you think about a other possible opponent, Kevin Owens would have been decent, but Owens is getting different type of reactions. Don't know, you know, who would be the heel, who would be the babyface. AJ's the perfect opponent for for uh Edge uh I've wrestled both guys. Both guys are amazing. Both guys have amazing psychology. That match has the potential to be the show stealer, whatever night it will be on. Yeah, and Tommy, uh, I agree with you. I think when it's all said and done, that's probably the match that we're going to be talking about more than any others as far as being that classic WrestleMania match that you go back and watch over and over again. And listen, I could tell that it resonates with the Busted Open Nation. Tommy, we already have a full bank of phone calls of people that want to talk about AJ and Edge. That doesn't surprise me at all because you just said it, Edge. You look at his career and the big WrestleMania matches that he has had throughout his career, whether it was teaming up with Christian or just on his own, but AJ as well. And AJ hasn't had a long history of WrestleMania, but just quickly. And last year he had the tag match, and we won't get into that. But think about this. WrestleMania 32, the match with Chris Jericho, which I thought was the match of the night with him and Jericho at WrestleMania 32. The uh, the match that he had with Shane McMahon at WrestleMania 33, I thought that was the match of the night at WrestleMania 33. The match he had with Nakamura at WrestleMania 34, I thought that was one of the marquee... I think it was between that 
and the Charlotte Oscar match as the best match at WrestleMania 34. The match he had with Randy Orton at WrestleMania 35. And then, of course, the final match of The Undertaker's career at WrestleMania 36 and that cinematic Boneyard match. I mean, AJ Styles is definitely having uh, uh, one hell of a WrestleMania career, Tommy. So that's seven uh, WrestleManias for him and six out of seven have been of note. Yes. Yep. 1000% uh, way, way up there. And it's funny where you say, you know, he hasn't had a lot of moments. That's seven years worth of moments because we don't think that way. We'll think Shawn Michaels and all the great matches that he has. But yeah, man, AJ, AJ and Edge will be the perfect, perfect match and storyline you think about too where with edge and seth rollins with their feud and, and the dark side that edge went but it was he kept saying like to seth rollins you don't want me to go there and now he went there and it's gonna work you know and dave we're also i know we have a full bank of calls i know gabby wasn't happy and she's a newer fan to edge i don't know if she's seen all of edge's greatest body of work but i know gabby wasn't happy about it gabby oh yeah no not happy can you tell I, me why gabby so i know why other people aren't happy too like i understand i think for me i try to see everything as like black and white in a sense of like emotion wise in people like i just care about a match if i care about the person I care about both AJ and Edge, but I'm so invested in Edge just from like his story. And maybe because I became a newer fan around the Rumble where he returned. And that was the first time I had experienced such an emotional reaction from a crowd of somebody. And then I was like, oh, why are they, why are people crying that Edge is back? And, you know, I looked into why overcoming his injuries and stuff like that. So I've always loved Edge so much. And then I'm like, now they're going to make him this psycho bad guy after I just loved him and Beth beating the shit out of Miz and Maurice. And now I have to hate him, but it's not even so much. I have to hate him. Now I have to find that love that I have for edge in AJ, because you're going to want AJ to beat somebody that's bad. So it's, it's a constant. So I guess it worked for me in the sense of like, now I feel the certain kind of way that they want me to feel, but they're going to have to put some work in for me to be behind AJ because even with Edge going nuts, I still want Edge to win because that's how invested I am in him as a character. So they're going to have to put a little bit of work into the story now to make me sympathize with AJ a little bit more. Because like I didn't really care that he's beating up AJ. I cared more that Edge was losing it, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah, I got it. Because you were emotionally invested in yep. the character. Yes. When is the greatest time for a character to turn is when they've reached this ultimate height of like, I guess, popularity because you don't see it coming and they'll tell that story on the back end because now we are, we're five weeks away from WrestleMania as of last night. And then it'll be going to four next week and they'll stretch it out and they're not going to stretch it out with in ring performances. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on, a lot of promos. Why edge? Why? Why would you do that? And he'll tell you why. And his face told that story. David, what it really did. His facials last night were phenomenal. And I get what Gabby's saying, but that's the beauty of pro wrestling. You get emotionally invested with somebody and then it breaks your heart. You could only have your heart broken if you're 
really in love with somebody like everybody was love, in love with Ed since he's come back from the Royal Rumble. I mentioned, obviously, the AJ highlights from his WrestleMania career. Here are just a few from uh, Edge's career, Tommy. Um, the match with Randy Orton at 36, which was in front of no crowd, the, you know, Falls Count Anywhere, which I thought was phenomenal. Probably the best match coming out of that WrestleMania. The match at WrestleMania 26 with Chris Jericho, underrated, underappreciated. Another one, the match with Booker T at WrestleMania 18. Um, WrestleMania 25 with uh, Big Show and Cena, another underappreciated WrestleMania match. The match, which turned out to be his last WrestleMania match because of the injury, the one with Alberto Del Rio uh, at WrestleMania 27. Um the Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 23. Uh, uh, the WrestleMania 22 match with Mick Foley was phenomenal. And that was probably Mick Foley's WrestleMania moment. Uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 21. Uh, the Triangle ladder match at WrestleMania 2000. Uh, WrestleMania 17, the TLC 2 match. I mean, if the, I mean and, 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 and my eyes, one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. WrestleMania 24, the match he had with The Undertaker. I mean, dear God. I mean, Edge's WrestleMania career. Woo! And we're going to get another classic, I'm sure, at this year's WrestleMania with AJ. Yeah, man. Uh, The promo he cut last week I thought was brilliant because it really stressed how important WrestleMania is. And just like I said in the beginning of this segment was just the behind the scenes where you're posturing and trying to get on the biggest card. And I do, I equate it to the NFL playoffs where you're trying to make your team win to get to the ultimate goal. And that's a team effort, but for um, wrestling, it's an individual effort and edge talking about like just that all his moments and he wants to have you know, you don't know how many more moments he has. And his career was cut short right after WrestleMania, having to retire as a champion. We never thought we'd see him again. He, you know, Gabby said it. He comes back to the Royal Rumble. Nobody knew that he was coming. The place explodes. It was a viral video. We've had uh, some great edge moments uh, getting hurt again at WrestleMania, tearing, I believe it was his pec or his tricep. And coming back from that we've we've had a lot of sadder moments with edge recently but every time he comes back it makes him a bigger star he's one of these people that are able to adapt and continue to move forward for whatever injury has sustained so now we have a different side of him it's going to be a great matchup because they're two great in-ring performers and i look forward to the story and i look forward to evil edge as well as babyface AJ, because AJ truly is phenomenal. He's one of the best wrestlers of all time, and they're going to tear it up. Really, really tear it up. We got four Monday Night Raws before we get to WrestleMania 38. So there's going to be a whole month worth of story that they can tell you. Not that you need it, because I think everybody's excited just for Edge and AJ Styles. But I think there's a lot of layers, because it's the classic that you're waiting for. 
and the, and the classics that we've gotten from Edge since he's come back after over a decade of being gone and going into the WWE Hall of Fame. And then you have AJ Styles, who already in a short period of time with the WWE has given us at least a half a dozen classics at WrestleMania. And I think we're going to get another one. world i'm hope solo you may know me as the goalkeeper but i'm so much more than that people always think they have me figured out but they can't quite hit the crossbar the perceptions of me have been off target time and time again well now it's time for me to speak my truth on my new podcast hope solo speaks dive into the most important issues in sports and beyond with me and my weekly guests listen to hope solo speaks now on the sxm app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. FX's new international spy thriller The Veil starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge. Inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Big turn coming for Damian Priest. Happened last night. Uh, Finn Balor, your new United States champion and... Listen, I, I kind of dig it. I kind of like Damian Priest playing the heel, and certainly Finn Balor is a fan favorite. Yes, uh, Damian Priest needs the heel turn, and there is a lot of truth to what he said. There's a lot of truth to what you said, too, about the piped-in crowd noise, which uh, we'll get into. Maybe we'll get into it with Joe as well. Um, it worked in that segment. I'd love to hear if any nation member was actually 
at the show because at times they were very, very quiet, um, sitting on their hands and knees. Uh, when they go to close-up shots, I'm like, up oh, here's shooting up that audio to get you the reactions that you want. It worked also for Finn as well because he needed a shot in the arm. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the best in-ring performers that the WWE has. Now he's going in as a champion. He got uh, his ass handed to him, winning it. You almost felt a little bad for um, Damian Priest, but then his actions made you hate him more, and that piped-in crowd noise actually helped. Another little thing for people who were I've seen this a lot of times. Trust me when I tell you, when the tables don't break, it hurts a lot more. If you're going to break tables, uh, what's his name is uh, Lighter, Finn Balor. You have to drive a person through that table. You can't toss and hope that that table breaks. That's when you have to use a little bit of strength. We have seen it time and time again. You'll get hurt more when that table doesn't break. You saw how he slid off as opposed to a collapsed, could have banged his head on the concrete. A whole lot of bad could have happened. That's when at times you, you got to use your strength and drive a person through this. There is a science to this. And sometimes your weight alone, and if you're floating it up in the air, it's not going to go in. I just went to a basketball game. Sometimes the perfect floating layup doesn't go in because it'll hit the rim or it'll hit something, the backboard, and it won't go in. You have to use total calculated strength and uh, a target zone to go through that announce table because it is a real ass table. Announce table. It's much different. Yeah, I, I, I kind of I dig it. Listen, I, I the way you guys, what you guys put your bodies through, and I think a lot of fans take it for granted, Tommy. And we saw many cases last night where things got physical and there could possibly be injuries or definitely a lot of pain. We saw it in the Damian Priest-Finn Balor match. We saw it in the tag match with Randy Orton at the end of that match as well. Like, you know, a lot of things that us as fans take for granted, Tommy, you guys put your body on line each and every time you step into that ring. When a table doesn't break, you have no clue the jar it has on your first of all it knocks the wind out of you like <gasps> it, you lose your breath because where it's hitting you it's really in, in the back of your lungs and you sometimes slide or however you hit or the worst is when the tables kick out from underneath you because it normally bashes you in the back of the head there's so many different things that could go wrong i've seen tables where they go into the mat and oh, you have no clue how much that kills because that normally happens if you're on the table and somebody is jumping on you and then you have their force and weight coming to an abrupt halt with your body there. But in a, in a case like that for Finn Balor, uh, one of the, the most brutal things I've ever seen, uh, Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka, he throws him for the awesome bomb and he skipped off the table, hit the concrete floor and his head slid directly under the guardrail. You couldn't have timed that ever if you tried it, but the, the ramifications of once you hit your head hits the concrete. And then if your head is going up as he was sliding under that guardrail would have snapped his head, almost decapitated him by grace of God. It didn't happen. Same like with Finn Balor. 
he got he hit and bounced and that bounce and then slid even if there was a lip of a chair sitting there which sometimes there is or those chairs that they have have the wheels on them and if you hit your head on the back of that it doesn't take much to break a neck uh remember that movie uh with clint eastwood with the boxer and the lady they hit this yep. their head on the stool it's literally that simple that that things can happen and that's what, when I saw him lift him and throw him when he skipped, I was like, that's because Finn Balor is probably 205 pounds, maybe less. That's where you have to pick up and drive somebody through that. Um, it, it just, and those, those tables, I'm not talking about the regular tables we've seen break all the time. That announce desk, that's a real hard ass thing. Trust me when I tell you, I felt it. I've examined it. It's not built to fall apart. It's built to support televisions, monitors. Uh, there's a whole lot of uh, equipment under there. And there's also people there. And they got to quickly get out of the way. And you never know. Their chair could kick up while they're doing it. There's, there's a lot of margin for error. And thankfully, Finn didn't get hurt. I'm sure he felt it. And he's feeling it today when he's got to get on a plane. But these are the things that happen where like, I don't want to say, I don't think fans nowadays take anything that we do for granted. Um, but where you realize where people say, Oh, the announce table didn't break. I look at it and say, man, I hope Finn's all right. Big yeah. difference. No, I get it. And I, I thought the match was great. I like, I, I prefer Damian priest as a heel. Again, I, I would love like a little bit more storytelling with the WWE when it comes to, to babyface and heel changes. Like we see it a lot in the WWE, probably more than anywhere else, Tommy, where these changes happen very, very frequently. And there's not a lot of story to it, though. I agree with you, Tommy, a lot of truth to what Damian said on that mic last night. Listen, here's the bigger difference. Uh, and, and if I'm talking psychology, I'm, I'm going to call out Gabby. Gabby does not have an emotional investment between in Damien Priest. Um, now we have to see why. Um, why he turned. He's told us this reason. For Edge, ever since he's come back, it's been this beautiful story of this comeback. You know, she saw this guy come back who she really didn't know. And she was like, why are all these people acting that way? She went and researched it. And then she was like, oh, man, I get it. And then he told all these stories because you're again, you're in front of a brand new audience. There are fans who for the length that Edge was gone would not have known who Edge is. I, I love the fact people will come up to me and talk to me about ECW or they'll say I, you know, a lot for a lot of people. They tell me about WWE ECW and then I get it. ECW has gone 22 years now. So if you were four years old, you're now 26. And if you were six years old, I don't remember a lot of things from when I was six. You're now a 30 year old person. Yep. And they weren't sharing ECW while they were in their diapers. Well, they weren't. So where do we go from there? You have to reeducate your fans to a newer fan base. And and you got to change things up a little too. Like, Everything that Damian Priest was saying, I get it. I, I, I understand. But, like, you got to put it into context. It's also the same thing that Becky Lynch is saying on why, you know, she's gone the way in the direction that she's gone into. She said the same thing. Like, the fans turned on me. I come back at SummerSlam, and the fans turned on me in that match with Bianca Belair. Not really true, because uh, Becky Lynch got a huge pop when she came out there at SummerSlam. And again, with Damian Priest, like, 
this really just happened last week. Like, it's not like for weeks and weeks it's been building that people have been booing Damian Priest. And as a matter of fact, last week, Tommy, it wasn't real booze. They were piped in booze. Like, so, like, it's hard to buy into this story when it's false. It's not true. Like, there's been so many wrestlers in the course of time where, you know, people get tired of them. They start to boo. I'll use John Cena as an example, right? Cena, big time baby face over as far as you can get. But people started getting tired of him and they started booing him. And that went on and it grew larger and larger until the crowd was completely divided between fans and people that didn't like him. Certainly not the case with Damian Priest. It's not the case at all. You're going up against Finn Balor, who's a babyface, so you kind of get it there. Plus, the booze were piped in last week. So it's well, kind of hard on, to dude. buy into the promo. Normally, uh, we're in agreement, but I got, I got to ask you this. Go Did ahead. you feel the Damian Priest babyface experience was working? I, I can't say it was working, but I almost felt like it was, the jury was still out on Damian Priest. Okay, well, how is the jury still out if you're already the champion? You ha- And he's been the champion for a while. Okay. Go back and watch the Royal Rumble. Listen to people's uh, reactions. Don't know, again, how many Damien Priest shirts were selling as a babyface. Give him this bit of an edge. I think he could be a, a much better draw for the WWE as a heel. And I hope he gets that opportunity. And Finn Balor is the, a great first step for this new heel. And always blaming the fans is what a heel supposed to do. And it's kind of what a heel has to do, especially in the WWE, because you can't go all heelish. Hear what's happening around the globe on World of Basketball. DJ Kennedy, five-time TBT winner. I, I honestly think that overseas elite team could have handled themselves in the G League. I mean, I won a G League championship, so I know that. We had high IQ. We had a great feel for the game. We had everything you needed, so for sure. New episodes of World of Basketball, hosted by Fran Fraschilla, are released Thursdays on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. 
Uh, Joe, uh, Pat McAfee, our good friend, is going to be having Vince McMahon on his show on Thursday. And I don't know if you heard the rumors, but some of the rumors that are being uh, bantied about here uh, is the fact that we might see Pat McAfee step into a ring with Vince McMahon. Now, that's just a rumor. That's nothing that's confirmed, obviously. When you first heard that rumor, what were the thoughts that came into your head? Uh, my thoughts were every WrestleMania, I think, needs a little bit of celebrity involvement. And if you're going to have a celebrity involved, uh, I, I definitely would have Pat McAfee at the top of that list. Um, just, I mean, the guys go full head in. You know what I mean? Uh, when I met him uh, initially, I thought I wouldn't like him. Uh, I, I was proven wrong within five minutes of having a conversation with him, which is something people rarely do when they meet me <laughs> and uh you know uh very very passionate about the business you know i know he wants to go out there and perform at a high level not just go out there and uh you know kind of go through the motions and uh um you know honestly yeah, I, I don't really have any questions about pat you know vince you know he, he does his best to keep himself in shape i don't know if uh that's that's a, that's a tough uh that's a tough uh the tough load to bear coming up mania time, but, uh, you know, I could see some Austin theory involvement and, uh, you know, it will be interesting to say the least. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with Pat being involved. I'm good with Pat being involved as well. I think Vince should be in the corner of an Austin theory. I think that interview will be very, very interesting, especially they went back way back in time with Vince, uh, doing his, uh, infamous, um, interview, a uh, long, long time ago. And I liked how they set the seeds with uh, Austin Theory with the pencil as Vince. Because, I mean, Austin actually carried that promo. And he, I think he's trying to show Vince that this would be. Because, I mean, as Joe knows, and I'm sure he'll have his take, I don't know if Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon would be a great match. But I think Austin Theory and Pat McAfee would be a very, very good match and and that being said like thinking back to that promo it was funny when the promo started out and theory's kind of making these allusions to vince about uh you know last time he did an interview and all this stuff i'm like man the mental gymnastics a writer did to get to the to get to connect a to b on this one but then when theory kind of ended the promo playing with the pencil kind of having the devious like mastermind thing i said oh all right okay i get it you're playing the deserts here kid you're the guy you know like that to me was uh it, it was it was it was a thing that I appreciated. It was something where I was like, oh no, don't do that. And then they went, oh, that you know, just with that little thing at the end, it kind of saved it, made it go. That works now, you know. Like now, you know, theory's the mastermind behind this. It's not just some random conversation that came out of the ether to start a conflict, you know. And I thought that was really well done. Because with uh, Adam Cole, he helped carry that match and Pat McAfee's athleticism. But when you got Vince versus McAfee, I don't know. I don't know who'd be the leader. Uh, you obviously Vince is, but you'd have to listen to him. Um, and I, I, as you know, you need a younger guy to help carry the load or a person who has more in ring experience to create a great match. You realize by saying these ridiculously strong statements that this is just making Vince sit in the back. If he gets word of it, I'll show them all. He'll be out there doing body slams (laughs) just to shut you up. (laughs) Well, Joe, they do listen. And I already have pitched uh, the first ever exorcist match with Damien priest and the demon. So yeah, we'll see that at WrestleMania too. I throw these out there purposely. (laughs) Also some big news that came out this past week is Cesaro. 
you know, Claudio Castagnoli uh, deciding not to resign with the WWE. Uh, surprised by that news, Joe? Uh, no, I'm not. Um, obviously, uh, Cesaro is a tremendously skilled athlete. I think very highly of him as a person and as a, as a grappler. Um, tremendously talented. And, you know, he's a guy that has options. You know, I think uh, Cesaro has towed the line uh, above and beyond in, in his, during his tenure in WWE. I think he's he's been one of the most consistent, like, consistent performers year after year. And, you know, a dependable guy. And I think uh, really, you know, we talk about the world's you know, your oyster. I mean, I think, I think that's very much the, the case for Cesaro. I mean, there's going to be tons of opportunity for him, tons of interest, and there should be. I mean, this guy, he's still in his prime. He's still ready to rock and roll. And uh, very healthy, uh, very, very focused. Uh, yeah, you know, he has that uh, probably a renewed, renewed focus in life now. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what, uh, what happens with Cesaro here in the, in the coming future. You know, we're, we're talking about earlier with Ring of Honor and it forged out of necessity because there's no more WCW, there's no more ECW. And, and this strong fan base created uh, now... Same, I kind of say, with the WWE, and now we have AEW, which gives wrestlers options. New Japan, Impact Wrestling. There's all these different things to go out there and do. David, the bigger question, uh, yes, Cesaro will be fine wherever he goes, but Joseph, Mm -hmm. what is up with your future? Because, I mean, we're also talking to a guy who can still go in the ring, a guy who can, if he shows up uh, in New Japan, can dominate there, shows up in Impact, shows up wherever. What are, do you have any specific plans? You may want to, you know, it's, I mean, it's just between you and I. Nobody's really listening. Of course, yeah, shut off the cameras. No, uh, you know, honestly, I so since my departure from WWE, like I've really been kind of consumed with uh, outside work, outside of the wrestling industry. A lot of cool voiceover stuff, uh, some other things. So been busy with that. As far as my future here, um, you know, uh, I mean, I uh, kind of started the the road back to my ring in NXT. Uh, that road never really stopped, you know, just kept kept training. And actually, it was funny being in the PC at the time with a lot of the young talent, work with guys in and out. Uh, and by the way, I want to put over a few NXT talent here because I think they're gonna be, I, th- you know, I think the Creed brothers are going to be amazing. I think, uh, you know, Solo's, Solo's so good. I mean, he does, you know, he has the uh, the family behind him. I think he's another going to be an amazing cat. You know, I, I can go on and on. Uh, I think the world, a lot of the NXT 2.0 guys, I think uh, uh, young Braun Breaker is going to be amazing. And uh, it was, I, I was really glad I didn't get, 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 didn't get to work with him a little bit more uh, before uh, he's going to make his eventual rise to the top because, uh, once again, it's in the genes and uh, he, he, he knows what's up. But for my future, um, we're training. We're ready. And... Uh, I honestly, uh, I'm not on paper with anybody anywhere. We haven't signed anything. We're just kind of uh, exploring our options. And uh, I'm taking a little time personally just to be with the family and uh, shore up some things home side. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast, In Conversation, every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry prankster himself, Bill Walton. I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser, my hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. 
Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Dave, I know the nation likes to hear stories and road stories, and Joe and I were part of a very, very uh, infamous, on my behalf, road story, and I know it's one of Joe's favorite (laughs) stories of all time, and I'm going to tell it because we had Mickey James as a (laughs) co-host, now we have Samoa Joe. Um, Real quick, we're in California. We're doing mocap for WWE. We go to an all-you-can-eat sushi place. I call my good friend Samoa Josie if he wants to come out. And uh, we're driving, and all of a sudden, my stomach's like, oh. And meanwhile, Joe is driving forever. He's from California, yet we get lost. And I kind of buzz him. I'm like, hey, Joe, I got to use the bathroom. We don't really get lost. We just are going over the hills to get to some obscure club that you have a hookup at, even though I run the town. But okay, we'll go to your club, Tommy, (laughs) since it's in my town. So we go to Tommy's bar and we have to go. We're traveling over essentially Beverly Hills and we're going through the hills. And what, you know, at the time, especially in Beverly Hills, there's not gas stations. It's just mansions and hills, movie stars, swimming pools. You know, it's like. And Tommy has to use the restroom in the worst way possible. And I say, well, Tommy, you have to wait down until we get in the valley because that's where the nearest gas station is up here. It's all mantis. I don't care, Joe. I have to go. I literally tell him if he doesn't pull over, I'm going to shit my pants in the car. Can I also say that Tommy at this time is wearing a Circa Chris Jericho 2000 shiny shirt, uh, dress slacks, and the shirt is buttoned down uncomfortably amount of buttons. Just it's a little bit, a little low, but Tommy was really feeling it that night. So uh, I let Tommy out on the side of the road up here in the hills and I drive off with, I think uh, Danny Doring was with the swinger. Mm-hmm. Angelina and, Love, uh, Johnny Swinger. And as I let you out of the car, I wait for you to do your business, but to which Tommy informs the no, drive away. I can't do it with the girls watching. <laughs> So I drive away and I, and I drive a little ways up the road, just around the bend to work. And I know there's a nice little overlook. We can see the city. So we're sitting there and it's me and Doring in the front seat, everybody in the back. And we're looking out along the skyline and at Los Angeles and Doring goes, Hey man, is there anything up here? That's like dangerous. Or anything? You go, ah, some coyotes, but they usually don't bother anybody. So after this small four minute, five minute, which I think is plenty of time for a man to do his business junket. I turned the van around. I begin to drive back down the hill to where I see a sweating, heavily breathing Tommy dreamer standing in the middle of the road with a broken down rusted hubcap in one hand 
and a rag, which is stained with, I only imagine is human excrement and the other. <laughs> he then throws them both down and runs towards the van and goes, Oh my God, they almost ate me. He's out of breath. They almost ate me. And I go, what are you talking about? The coyotes, they almost ate me. We open up the back of the door. Tommy does a commando jump into the back of the car. We shut the doors and Doring is laughing. He goes, no way. That's not true. No way. And Tommy points up to a ridgeline across the road. And there are four coyotes with their eyes gleaming in the moonlight, looking down at Tommy in the car, licking their lips at the meal that just got away. And uh, yeah, as Tommy explained it to us, as we drove away, he began being circled by the by the uh, coyotes. He heard them rustling in the bushes. And then he ran up to the roadway where he found himself a hubcap, which he used to fend off the coyotes by banging it on the ground. Now, he had a rag with him because uh, obviously we didn't have toilet paper with us, so we just used a dish rag to give him in the back of the car to go clean himself up with and that was his other weapon of choice to dissuade the animals so uh and then tommy didn't somebody drive up and catch you in the midst of this battle yeah so imagine you're a rich mansion owner in beverly hills and you're driving up your secluded driveway up to your big multi-mansion and then you see a shiny shirted club going tommy dreamer sweating and swinging a shit rag in the middle of the street one would tend not to one would have questions about what this man was doing up here by himself without a vehicle. And didn't you stop? And didn't you say the coyotes are trying to eat me? And the guy like drove David real quick. I started to go to the bathroom. And as, as soon as I finished, I start hearing all this rustling and I'm on a hill and all these coyotes came out of nowhere and try to like kill me. So I run up the hill and I see this hubcap. I start banging and they're circling me. They're trying to pack, kill me. And oh I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I take my bath towel and I put it around my arm like when the dog <laughs> training is going to actually fend this off from wild, ravaged coyotes. They're all growling and snarling at me. And I'm like, I can't believe this is how I'm going to die on a mountain. Like, this is not how I thought it was going to happen. And that one guy, I'll never forget it. He had a white BMW. I see the car. I'm like, this is my savior. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm not going to die. I go running at this guy full sprint and I go, hey, I'm about to get killed by coyotes. And he just goes, Bzzz. he drives away from me. I'm like, come back here, you son of a bitch. Whatever, basehead. Sure you are. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, I think this might have been the best way to end the show on a Tuesday uh, with our special guest host, Samoa Joe. With a, a, a perfectly, uh, just a amazing Tommy Dreamer story, Tommy. Well, it happens. Just what we like to call shit it. Shit happens, it. right? I mean, shit business. happens, literally. Shit happens. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now, I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time.
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.